to the Splash Assess podcast. I'm your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis live after show. And first, there's a few things that I will run over wicked quick because what a show we had today. What a show. Now, last night, there were quite a few shows as well on Bravo. What the fuck? Okay, so they have three new episodes out on Bravo Sunday nights. They have Real Housewives of Atlanta, Real Housewives of New York, and Real Housewives Take Over Crappy Lake. The Real Housewives of Crappy Lake. Um, and aka Sonia and Luann show. And I'm loving it all. Like, don't get me wrong. It's an epic lineup, truly. But it's just crazy that they have like four other days out of the week with zero new content. And then on Sunday nights, we get bombarded with like show after show thrown down our throat. And it's just like, damn, I didn't know Bravo was deep throating on Sunday nights, but here we go. So that's just kind of how it feels. But again, I just need to be grateful that there's new content to enjoy in the first place. So last night, there seemed to be a banana theme running through all the shows. But let's start first with the Real Housewives of Atlanta, who are now in Portugal. Oh my god, you guys! Okay, so they're caution um, wet floor signs at the hotel <laughs> that the girls were staying at. All right, so it's pouring out rain. They go to Portugal during the rainy season, classic. But thank God they did. Thank God they did. Good call, Sheree, because the hotel kept having to put out these um, caution wet floor signs. But you guys, they're in the shape of a fucking banana, an upside down banana. It is the cutest fucking thing I have ever seen. Like, I want to go to Portugal just to see their caution wet floor signs. <laughs> signs that's what it that's what the tourism boards need to focus on make cute things like that out of everyday items and I'll want to come to your country so um my only thing that I will say oh and Kenya Falls she must have been focusing too hard on the banana <laughs> on the banana sign um because she fell as if there was a banana peel under her and watching her bounce on that ass like it was true I know she got a little hurt but it was truly just like a piece of cinema it was beautiful but again so sorry that you got hurt Kenya now here is the advice that I will say from watching that because in Bravo show after Bravo show I know this happened on below deck recently they go to the hospitals in these local communities and they get shoved to the end of the line obviously no one there not fucking watching Bravo in those in those uh hospital waiting rooms actually you know what they are I pause for a second because I remembered that Bravo is also a soccer team or football, 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 aka soccer, um, aka football. It should be called football. Like it's so rude that us Americans came over here, took that same name and then created a whole fucking new sport. Like, no, that's like saying, oh, I just made up a new sport called ballet. Do you want to come do this, do ballet with me? And then you show up and like, we're kicking the shit out of each other. And I'm like, yep, this is what I call ballet. Like, it doesn't work like that. Except that's exactly how it works in America. <laughs> Take somebody else's, slap a new name on it and make it even bigger. 
So, um, yeah, my advice for all of these people on shows, even if you're not on a show, if you can afford it, Kenya immediately the ambulance got called and she's whisked off to the hospital. No, what you should have done is immediately get whisked back up to your room where there's fucking room service within reach. And I'm sure you could watch Bravo TV in the hotel room. Then you call a private doctor to come and check you out, give you meds, shoot you up with whatever the fuck in the head. Like, I don't know, but get a fucking home private doctor visit to the hotel. Stop going to these actual hospitals. You guys are just going to stay there forever and we don't want to see that footage. Now, moving on to the bananas in Crappy Lake. And <laughs> I'm not talking about Sonia and Luann's behavior, which is just fucking bananas. No, it's actually, I'll never get over this show. Like, I think Sonia and Luann just kind of have to move to new Midwestern towns every season and just do a new show because this is fucking epic. I love it so much. But at one point, oh, the bananas, Um, there was like a testicle festival. <laughs> Even that name, I love it. Testicle Festival. And Sonia got a trophy. The trophy she won had a man on it. And then the guy, he won one with a banana on it. So obviously they switched. And Sonia got the golden banana, as she should. Um, but I did want to say in the show, at one point, Sonia, in her interview, she was talking about the mayor and uh, disappointment, playground, fake catastrophe they had to create to have a storyline on the show. But Sonia's like, they have no reason to believe we're going to get any of this done. And they're right. We can't do shit. And the wish <laughs> she's like, we can't do shit. Except make every fucking person in America chuckle with laughter. You're great at that, Sones. So moving on to Real Housewives in New York, New York, New Era Era. Um, yeah, there weren't any bananas in this episode, except that Uba has mentioned before that she eats five to six bananas per day. Oh my God. You know, like even kale, right? It's super healthy. You don't need to only eat kale. Like, yeah, it's healthy, but you should also eat some pasta or some bread, you know, like you got to switch it up too. So I just worked with somebody before that also did that and they ate three to four bananas per, and they would just chuck them down their throat. Talk about deep throating. Instead of deep throating Bravo's new content, they're deep throating ripe bananas and it just, ow, like it just, it, I feel like your stomach is just like a banana mush. Like it's just like a bowl of pudding. So anyways, um, on the New York Housewives I just had to say, it feels like the true modern day Sex and the City. Like, if the Sex and the City show, and not and just like that, okay? I mean, real Sex and the City. Like, this is like Carrie Bradshaw's and Samantha and all of them out sitting there at a table. This is the table next to them. These are like the new age girls, and I'm just fucking loving every second. Okay, also mentioning Sex and the City, you guys, do you know that um, Snow White picture that got released that has everybody up in arms because um, all of the, I, I don't think they're calling them the seven dwarves anymore. It's like the seven little magical creatures. I don't know. I'm sure Jeff will have a field day talking about that movie when it comes out. But they release a picture of the seven magical creatures walking. No, if you haven't seen it, please look it up right now. And if you have seen it, please tell me why the fuck Miranda Hobbs is the leader of the pack. 
Oh my God. No, I saw that picture and I was like, why is Miranda Hobbs in the middle of New Zealand filming for Snow White? Like, what the fuck is happening? It is wild. And no, it is not Miranda Hobbs, but it is. But it is. Just look. I, I swear. Okay, so um, I just had to say, since we're working on positive reinforcement, bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. You nailed it. Good call on the new era, era, era. It just feels like the most like true kind of view that we've had into a friendship group. Like, not fabricated. Tamara, Tamara and Jen, right? Like, they have an actual friendship. I believe that. But, like, Tamara's the kind of person who will hold in, withhold information, like, saying you're to Jen, your boyfriend Ryan really wanted to sleep with me this whole time. Okay, you've known that for how many months and now you're just like that feels so inauthentic because we obviously know Tamara's saving it for the camera. Tamara and the camera. But she her and Tamara's rebuttal would be, well, you want this content. Don't you want the drama? No, we want authentic shit. We don't want that because now we know that you're just waiting to save things. And I don't like that shit. I like the Real Housewives in New York new era era and it just feels like unauthentic like we don't need the fake drama I love them being in Jenny's closet trying on her clothes and them in the Hamptons in the offseat like I just love them fighting about the cheese plate joke like it's it's just a good time except we did miss Bryn this episode like normally if one housewife isn't there they show a little bit more like they show them on FaceTime or a clip of what they're doing at home, home footage. Uh, yeah, we didn't get that. So luckily for Bryn, it looks like she will have plenty of screen time on next week's episode. But let's focus on today's episode of Jeff Lewis Live. For Monday, July 24th, we had Miss Carrie Barkman Lewis. We had Zach Noe Towers, and we had Shane Lewis Douglas. Shane needed three names, okay? We have Carrie Berkman Lewis, Zach Noe Tower. We needed a third, okay? Um, Shane, welcome back. So he had a few days off since Thursday night, to be specific. Although Jeff called him before Shane even got home after leaving Jeff's house on Thursday. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I was probably before Shane even left Jeff's house. Jeff <laughs> They're in the foyer together and Jeff or Shane just got out into the driveway and Jeff's like, wait, Shane, how do I open my fridge? <laughs> oh, love you guys. Okay, so uh, Jeff called Shane about five times for easy things that he could have done himself, as Carrie points out time and time again. Except she's missing the whole point. Like, I love you, Carrie, and you're right. But it's also, it's not about the reservations. That's the thing. It's it's not about the pasta. It's not about the pasta. It's about the friendship. Call it what you want, but Jeff and Shane are best little friends. Unless they start dating and then, like, we have to drop the whole, like, friends, daddy, son thing. Or maybe if they were dating, they'd keep up the daddy, son, in the bed, but just in the bedroom. Anyways, of course, Jeff was calling Shane about things that he could do himself, but he just wants reasons to chat with Shane. He just wants to hear Shane's voice. You know, it's like a dad checking in. Actually, that makes sense because Jeff's dad always talks business. Like we know that from the flipping out days. So now that Jeff is a dad to Shane, he calls Shane to talk business. Like that's what he learned growing up. His dad talked business with him. He talks business with Shane. AKA reduce the number of attendees at dinner Friday night. 
what the fuck? I wonder what the story was there. Did I just miss that? Like, why'd we go from six people to four? Who were those four people? Kelly Dodd? I don't know. I kind of might have drifted off during that part. So Shane Douglas was away in New York City with the fam for good reason. He had to celebrate his little bro's 21st birthday. Happy birthday. So in Shane's fam, his siblings, there's two gays, two straights. And Zach is like, I don't give a fuck about the straights. Like, stop. I don't even they don't need to exist. Like, cut them out of your family picture. Is the gay single or not? And Shane's like, uh, um, no. And suddenly, <laughs> suddenly Zach didn't give a fuck about anybody in Shane's family. <laughs> he didn't give a fuck about any of his brothers. And just like that. And just like that. Once he found out that there was no potential hookup. How to lose Zach's interest in 10 seconds. That is going to be the sequel to Kate Hudson's iconic movie. Oh my God, and Kate and Matt McConaughey, they can play his parents. Why do I always call him Matt McConaughey? Like, it is very clearly Matthew McConaughey, a.k.a. Woody Harrelson's brother. Again, we've talked about this before. Google it. Along with Miranda Hobbs in the Snow White. (laughs) Miranda Hobbs is hobbling along in the Snow White picture that was just released. I swear to fucking God. Okay, so... I also have to say that I find families that celebrate 21st birthdays together fascinating. Like, to me, that is the epitome of wholesomeness. Wholesomeness to choose to spend your 21st with your fam. I mean, either that or it's the opposite. And you've been partying with the fam since you were 13. I don't know. So it's no different than any other day. No, I'm kidding. I'm Hopefully that doesn't happen. I hope. Okay, but a 21st, that just seems like a time, I don't know, you go out with your friends and get fucked up. Get fucked up. Um, But I'm just saying, like, you must have very little childhood trauma if you choose to do that with your family on your birthday. Like, if you, if that's your choice to get fucked up around them, I wouldn't know that because at that age, yeah, I would have just started melting down at them all as I was known to do. (laughs) Okay. Um, moving on to Monroe wiping. Mm, Yeah. I'm so glad that we talked about this. So I will never forget Jeff Lewis and MJ having a ruthless, ruthless intervention with Lala on JLL a few months ago. Just because, see, this is what I do. I'm the same as Jeff. Like when he can't drop something until somebody is accountable, (laughs) And to be fair, I feel like we hold ourselves accountable. You know, like, I'll be like, oh, shit, I was a little cray. And you're all like, yeah, you were. And I'm like, all right, it's a new day. Let's just be cray again. Um, No, but Jeff, like, you need to be accountable that that conversation with Lala was wild, wild. Because here you are talking about wiping poop and, like, your kid wiping themselves. Like, I don't want to pick. I don't want to see or hear all that. I'd rather hear about Lala saying the most, like, innocent combo about like getting sticky with a hottie like whatever so what if she wants to get a little sticky let it happen um but I feel like Jameson Jameson you gotta learn to either cut the fucking mic cut the mic or come up with a safe word come up with a safe word that you can say that lets Jeff know he needs to shut the fuck up 
and he'll obviously ignore it. And then you cut the mic, then you cut the mic, but pretend that you have a safe word first. But it just like led into this 10 minute discussion on kids wiping themselves. And I don't want to think about anyone pooping. Like, I don't, I don't, uh, yeah. Um, there's that book, like everybody poops. Yeah. That shit needs a sequel, a sequel called everybody poops, but no one wants to hear about yours. Now, Jameson saved everyone's life at the Barbie movie theater. (laughs) No one noticed. No one noticed. (laughs) Nobody that he saved even noticed that he fucking stopped a stampede from happening, a la Lion King. And to be honest, I think Jameson regrets it. I think that he regrets helping. I think if this was to ever unfold again, God forbid the fire marshal at Sirius XM needed to step in for his duties. I feel like he would get PTSD from not being thanked enough at the Barbie movie theater. And he'd be like, fuck that. I'm not helping these fools. Nobody's going to thank me anyways. And <laughs> Oh my God. I'm just saying like, if you pull a hero move and no one notices, are you really even a hero? I don't, I don't know, James. I don't, maybe you didn't save anyone. We can't know now. You should have let a disaster happen and then let us decide if, <laughs> if you should have stepped in. <laughs> so Jeff is going to New York in a couple weeks looking for guests. Okay. Hopefully he gets one of the new New York housewives. Okay. You guys wait, they all mentioned, and look, Jeff might already be planning on this, but um, all the New York housewives were on Watch What Happens Live. It was the cutest thing ever. They were all going to dinner after. It was so reminiscent of first season Real Housewives in New York. Like the uh, the first OG season. I don't know. All this name changing. Like, did they should have rebranded it. They should like the Real Housewives of Manhattan or so. I don't know. I, what do I know? But um, all I'm saying is that I know that they all love Jill Zarin. And mentioned how she, like, reached out to them, if you need anything, whatever. So, Jeff, I know your BFFs with Jill. How about Jill with a new housewife paired together on JLL? That sounds perfect. Much better than uh, Chris Hansen and Paige Davis. No, I actually love that pairing. I don't... Why, guys, why are you talking shit about any guests that are on JLL? Like, let's just be fucking grateful that he's here in the first place giving us an amazing fucking show. I mean, obviously I'm going to talk shit, but like, I also got your back, Jeff. Don't you worry. So, um, I'm just saying that Jill, an OG with a newbie fucking, it'd be magic, magic. So Jeff asked Gage if they could work it out so that Monroe could go to New York too. Gage said no. No, she's so busy with the plans he doesn't have for her. But then Gage got mad, allegedly, allegedly. Then Gage got mad that Jeff said like told her that she can't go. I mean, what's he supposed to say? Like, again, Gage might love the whole secret thing in his house. Like, don't tell her that. Don't say this. But as Carrie was saying, like, she has a very open household. And I very much appreciate that and think that's amazing. Like, and Jeff is trying to be like that as well. Like, he doesn't want to have to tiptoe around his house as he shouldn't have to. Like, he has an actual New York trip to plan. Of course him and Shane are going to talk about it. There's business. He has to talk about which housewife to match with um, Jill Zarin. Like, they have shit to talk about. And Monroe, if she's walking in the the kitchen to get a snack, like, yeah, she's going to hear shit. I mean, let's be honest. Her nanny's going to get her a snack. Did we get an update on Annie the nanny? 
Hmm. Okay. So, um, but Jeff and Gage are reworking their holidays and Carrie slams Jeff's lawyers. No, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I just love how the media always says slams. Like if somebody says one, anything with a negative connotation, it's like Jeff Lewis slammed, whatever. I mean, in this case, you could say that somebody, a few people got slammed in this episode, but you know, it's just the territory. So, um, I will say that Carrie slamming Jeff's lawyer was so appropriate to me because Carrie was saying, look, why are you going to court about the whole holiday thing? Like, why is this even an issue in the first place? That was such an oversight for them to only consider Christmas and Thanksgiving and like one other thing, a holiday and forget all these other ones. And Jeff was like, I mean, it's fine. We just have to go to court and figure it out, but like, it'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, Jeff, but like, don't your lawyers get paid for that? So you pay for their oversight? Like they, Carrie's right. Like where's the due diligence? Like why the fuck wouldn't all those holidays be listed out? And again, as a parent, like, yeah, I'm not even a parent. And yeah, I would know that though, there, you need more holidays than that. And Jeff and Gage, they were going through enough. Like that's up for your lawyer. That should be them calling that out and including that in the contract. So that's just wild. And I feel like I would be like, yo lawyer, you got to pay for this shit. Like you pay for these court visits because you're the one that overlooked this. What the fuck? Like now you just get more of my money. Great. Perfect. Cool. So even more good news, Monroe still hasn't gotten to see a therapist. No, that I'm kidding. That's awful. It's awful. Six months later, but it made something about it. Zach Noe Towers makes a joke about Monroe learning to wipe her own ass. And it kind of made me realize, though, like, this is serious for a sec. I would just keep an eye on, like, progressing towards wiping your own, wiping your, your set, like, not having anybody except you wipe your own by that, by you know. But again, everyone is different. I'm not a parent. I know shit. I just want to say that but Carrie Monroe is just so lucky to have her as an aunt oh my god and Jeff like he's an amazing dad too and I just yeah I just love that Carrie is in Monroe's life too um so Jeff realizes that he's a victim dater and Carrie and Zach are like yeah but you're the common denominator like even now I think like even Jeff keeping on saying like, I only date victims. He kind of is making himself the victim and like, I'm dating victims. I'm a vic. I don't know. I know he's like trying to take accountability for it ish, but um, it was just interesting to me that like the more like he kept on like being like, I only date victims. It's they, it's them. It's that. And it's just like, it makes him sound like the victim. I don't know. You know, things to talk about with Dr. Donna. We'll wait. She's here at the end of the week. But I will say, Carrie, at one point, she was like, yeah, you get in these relationships with men, have them become reliant on you because you want to save them and make sure that they don't leave you like your mom did. I, uh, no, no. I mean, uh, like my fucking knickers blew off of my legs. Like, I don't even know what the fuck just happened. I'm sorry. Didn't Jeff's mom pass away when he was younger? Wasn't she like sick? Like, 
Carrie, that's a huge difference than abandonment issues of like, yeah, you want to get them hooked on it so they don't leave like your mom did. Your mom, his mom didn't leave. She passed away. Like she left the earth. Like what? It was just like, God bless and rest in peace. Okay, moving on from that. This was fascinating to me, you guys. Fascinating. Okay, so a caller spent $750 on tickets to go see Fortune Feimster live. That's not the fascinating part. That's fucking wild. That shit is, what do you mean 750? What do you, who has that money to just spend? I mean, I know I'm doing life wrong, but like, <laughs> it's moments like that where I'm like, what, that's your entertainment budget for the week? 750? Like, what the fuck? I mean, I have to buy my cat's medication next week and I'm not going to be able to eat for a, a month. Like, what the fuck? But damn, I didn't know it cost a fortune to go and see fortune. <laughs> I'm surprised no one made that joke. Um, so this caller wanted to confirm that Zach Noe Towers was going to be the opener because Zach is not listed on Fortune's ticket. Oh my God, you guys, this is so crazy to me because Jeff constantly, he harps on this all the time. He has such a complex about Zach Noe Towers not promoting enough for Fortune fucking themester. And now, and now we find out that Fortune fucking Feimster doesn't even advertise him. She doesn't advertise him, so he doesn't advertise her. Like, she is the first, she's the head of the, she's the HBIC, head bitch in charge. I mean, HCIC, head comedian in charge, if you want to get specific. But, like, she sets the tone. And if she's not even going to put Zach on her ticket, yeah, you know what? I suddenly switched my tune. I went from Zach, you're rude to Zach, good for you. Ew, is that what people mean when they change their tune? <laughs> I went from like, don't 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 You guys, sometimes I have too much energy to even get through the day. I don't know what to do. So, um, except to have a podcast, you know, but that was just so crazy. So I say until Fortune changes her ticket to include and the opener of the year, Zach Noe Towers. That should be on the ticket, okay? And until then, Zach, you ain't got to promote shit except your own fucking shows, all right, that you're on the ticket for. Now, Fortune, I love you, but why Why isn't he on the ticket? Why, why isn't he on the ticket? All right, Fortune, I love you. Jeff, I fucking love you. Carrie, Zach, every, everyone. Uh, most of all, fuck all of them. The listeners, my listeners, you guys. I fucking love and appreciate you. Like genuinely, you're the fucking best ever. Don't ever forget it. And if anybody says different, don't tell them to bring it up with me. Cause I don't know you. I don't, what if you aren't, well, I don't want to, you know, I, I only defend those I know and Jeff Lewis, apparently. Okay. I love you guys so fucking much. We'll be back here tomorrow. Bye. Splash, splash, splash. Splash your sails, splash your sails.